I think it's fascinating that you know you're talking about film, uh, cars and films. Yeah. Yet, um, uh, if not us, then probably our parents. Some of them were probably conceived in the back seat of cars, right? Possible. And just as well, there was no cameras there. Uh, no dash cams. <laughs> no dash cams. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you are. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast, and you already heard our guest Frank Violi, actor extraordinaire. Came in his Ferrari. Which Ferrari did you bring today, Frank? Well, the 1971 ZD <laughs> And with us is Halil. G'day, Hal. G'day. And when you said he came in his Ferrari... And Ross is here as well, as you can hear. Hello, everyone. And that's, that's the thing right. about a classic car, uh, you know. Um, yeah, it's a so classic which, car. Which Ferrari was Sometimes it, we do arrive prematurely, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but... But the thing is, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Oh, yeah, that can be us wrong, mate. We we we. Came this is the, 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 not even. We're not even gonna. We're not even gonna drop it in second this time. We're just. We're just gonna put this straight, straight in. Straight in. The only reason I've come on this show is because you told me I didn't have to be politically correct. No, you no, don't no, have to be. No, no, no. And you're not allowed to come on this show, friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that type the of people podcast. outside in the street can see us. <laughs> Recording from. Um, We've got a glass studio here, and everyone can look at us from the street. Yeah, there's a few people studio. gathered out the front, they want to know what's going on. But they won't. Frank, thank you for joining us. Today's topic, not that we're going to talk about it, is, is cars and movies. It's I don't know if anyone explained to you, if your manager explained look, to you what, the, what ab- we do. Absolutely not. Okay, so this is a car podcast, right. and we pick topics, and we have people on. And this week's topic is movie cars. Last week we talked about seat heaters and seat warmers and Pete's bowels, but that's that's, that's, a, that's a different that's topic. Different. That's yeah, probably stuck right. <laughs> well, there's a couple of stories that come to mind. Um, movie cars. Actually, it wasn't that long ago we uh, we used. The, I mentioned the, Z, the ZD. We used that. Uh, we were doing some filming um, down in Girola and Jeringong. You get your master shots, you know, the car going through the streets, the little town and all that sort of stuff. And um, you get you got a lot of union type uh, approach. There's a professional uh, way of approaching uh, cars and, and, and movies. And then there's the uh, the gorilla style, which is ad hoc. So you pro- just grab someone's car from the... Yeah. Hey, man, you got a car? Give me the keys. <laughs> Give me the keys with its famous. And you may, you may not have um, um, all the, the, the rig that you need to... Uh, you strap a to, GoPro to or a dash cam. I mean, my, my cinematographer, a guy called Frank Buffoni, was, I can still see him, I'm driving the, uh, the ZD3, actually through Brighton and Sands. This is the first day on our way down to the south coast, and there he is uh, trying to crouch down. His legs were hanging over the headrest, and he's got the camera up at feet level on the passenger side trying to get a couple of interesting angles with no permit with no permit no you, you're just going to make sure you're only doing 40 kilometres right. instead of uh, 60 so this is like 10 in a 50 zone so just so those you know, the ZD is a, is a fair lane from the is it a 60s or a 70s 1971 71 in, in, it's like the square well the my model is a 71 yeah, ZD ZD, ZD fair lane yeah, it's about 5 metres long and before I was born nice big long ass on it so uh, you yeah. use that for a project now? Or? Yeah, I was working. We I put a pilot together with another actor um, called John Howard, not the prime minister. No, uh, from Sea Change, yeah, Rafter, yeah. and, and yeah. oddly enough, they're actually talking about doing uh, in another um, series of that. Sea Change, yeah, 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 yeah Channel that, Nine's picked really. it up. Yeah, him and um, Sigrid Thornton. I think last last year they had a bit of a, um, um, a get together down at Fox Studios, and they're trying to get all the uh, the industry behind. And what's the, your, uh, what's your role in that? I'd, 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 love to, I'd love to be on it. I'd love to be on it, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't, you know, 
So they've moved you out of the catering van, or? Oh, probably, mate. I'll probably be the, um, you know, the. Uh, actually, I don't want to demean any position, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, talking about movement, I mean, there's a lot of people behind the scenes. You, you watch the end of the movie, and there's like 300, 400 names, and I'm, I'm just keeping. That's a small movie. I still like think I'm in the top twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you, what's the monkey grip? Who's that? A monkey grip? Yeah, you see monkey Jeez, grip. I used to know the answer to that, and you think I'd know it. Oh, yeah. guy, isn't that the guy, the monkey grip's the guy that holds the, the, the boom? The, the boom, isn't it? I don't know. No, that's the boom guy. That's the boom guy. That's the boom guy. We'll come back to monkey grip, because it will. Ca- my mind will uh, will kick in. So I, I, love, I love a good I've got a theory on the monkey grip. Wait, you still make those movies, Frank? No. Those those movies. I um I like watching a movie and I like seeing what cars are in it. But I've noticed lately, TV series like Netflix and um, and Stan and all those guys, they're starting to blank the badges out. So I was watching last night, yeah, watching true. a show, and actually my wife she goes, "Is that a Mercedes?" I said, "Yeah." It was a they want to be paid for product placement, and they're not. That's well, it was an E class, and they blanked out the front badge, and they're taking the badges off the back yeah. of the car. They've gone to a lot of effort to debadge this this Mercedes. I'm wondering why the well, Netflix and Stan guys are doing that. It's product, probably product placement. Yeah. But the, the other thing I think about when movies and cars is where the car can be either the character or accidentally becomes the main focus of the film or a character. Oh, that was that Stephen King book? Like I can say something like... Christine. Christine, Christine yeah. yeah. Or, or I can say something like Back to the Future. What do you think of? DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah, the guy with white hair. And you, James Bond. The car. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Mini. Mini. Stacey and Hutch. It's a good competition. This Ford Torino. Fast and the Furious. Everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Every Japanese shitbox. Hey, hey, back it up. I love those cars. I love those movies. One thing on lights of the dance Oh, there's nothing better than a Fast and Furious movie. And the Bullet. You got the Mustang. Uh, The Italian Job. Mad Max. Mad Max, the... Uh, What's the Italian Jobs Mini? Mini? Four. Where's Australian movie? Interceptor. Hang on, a trick question. Where's Australian movie ever made, well, in my opinion? E.H., what is it? E.F.J. 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 Holden. Yeah, I like that movie. What movie ever made? What was it called? E.F.J. Holden. It was called the E.F.J. Holden. Yeah, it was made by... What was it about? Oh, yeah, what was it too? Roberts Road was one lane each way. What was it about? It was... Ah, just... The house in Panania is still there. I was at dinner 20, 30 years ago in Leichhardt. And we were, there was a few industry people there, and we we're having this general conversation. And someone said, someone uh, posed the question, "What's the worst film you've ever seen?" And I sort of went on this rant about F.J. Holden, right? Frankie, and J. I, Frankie J. Holden was in it. And, I, and after I finished, the kid, the guy opposite me said, "Yeah, I wrote it." Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What is? I said, right? I said, this, and I got on, on a backtrack. I backtrack. I'm going, oh, you know, no, the, the, well, the, the script was okay. It's just maybe the way it was. I don't know, Jesus. You can see the movie that I wrote. You can see our old house. It was that's a weird mob. Well, they're a weird mob. Oh yeah, the yeah, 60s yeah. film. And what was the movie with Ben? Is it Ben Mendelsohn, the Aussie actor? Ben, is it his name? Ben. Yeah, yeah. That was about the Jaguar. Oh, the big steel, the big yeah. steel. Yeah, that was a great movie too. That was a good very movie. Good, very good movie. So, like, yeah, Malcolm. They split the car in half. That's yeah. a tram. Oh, it's a tram. <laughs> we'll talk about trams <laughs> next week. <laughs> That's next week. So, Frank, you want was to talk tram? about a tram? No, that was a car. That's a car. car. Mate, you just get me anytime you want to talk about nothing in particular. Or, or, uh, talk to someone that knows absolutely nothing about nothing but everything about we're you. We're in. He's in. He's in. There was a few. There's a few. Come Was it running on empty? Running on empty. What was that? With the XY oh, Jack. The X3 GTR. Hey, Jack. I worked with him. Um, Terry, was it Terry yeah. Serio in that? 
Oh, oh Dory drags the back of poor yeah. Botney. Yeah. That was me when I was a kid. From memory? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, God, that's that was me last week. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then, not only you've got movies, you've also got TV shows. Yes. Go uh, on. Knight Rider. What a movie! What a TV show! Beverly Hillbillies. What the hell was that thing they were driving around? It was, was, was Magnum PI. Dad's first car. Let's see. Let's Some of the look in some 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 TV shows and movies, like you were saying about um, the badges being blacked yeah, out. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, it, and obviously it's going to depend on the um, DeLorean, <laughs> the flux capacitor, um, the. Product, whole product placement thing probably depends on the popularity of who's in it and the show as well. Because if you look at Two and a Half Men, Charlie Sheen always had an AMG or a Merc. Correct. And it was never hidden. And then when he got put in jail for drug abuse, <laughs> they took the badges <laughs> off. And I've seen a document on Modern Family and they've purposely product placed Have they? each yes. car. Yes. Like the Sienna family wagon, the Prius for the... Yeah. Okay, so I'm watching this show last night. It's three girls driving from New York to... God knows where. Thelma and Louise and her daughter. No, no, no. no. <laughs> why, why, why blank the badges out? Why don't get to give them Mercedes well, they, for advertising? Well, I don't know, but then if you look at Ray Donovan, yeah. they've openly had Mercedes. They've had you that now. Even, even uh, I can't, only the last six or 12 months, they were getting a lot of branding and uh, and badges yeah. just off product generally, let alone cars. Yeah. So uh, whether there's... there's a Trademark? Trade, yeah, trademark copyright, copyright issues, I'd imagine. Yeah. You think though? Oh, then again, it's like the old cl- the old cliche: any publicity is good publicity. Maybe not. You know what they did? You know, when someone takes a photo and posts a hot car on Facebook yeah, or yeah, Instagram, the Maserati, don't show his number plate. Um, the number plate's on the street every day. What's yeah. the difference? Where does association? Um, where yeah. does where does it say in my contract when I buy a Mercedes or whatever? I will not use this car for movies or read the fine print, mate. No one ever reads the terms and conditions. <laughs> read the terms and conditions. That's another episode. That it's like saying, "Oh, I love that porn uh, with John Holmes. I love his Maserati. Maybe the Maserati don't like the uh, uh, the, the connection." You know? <laughs> but, what, but what I did know with James goes Bond goes hard. The the movie with the lo- the Lotus that goes underwater. The, 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 was that Lotus Alain? What movie yes. was that? When they first. What movie was that? One of the James Bonds, but when they when they oh, first the Lotus Land wasn't released yet, they parked one outside the studios where James Bond is written, produced, wherever. Yeah, yeah. And when they saw it, it was like we need that car. So sometimes they car companies purposely do that, do that because they want. And the new Italian job, Mini or BMW, yeah. were big finances behind to it. say we will to, to promote the new. It sells cars, right? Yeah, it does. It has to. Our product placement's big now. Big okay. product. Uh, I mean, what I find fascinating with film too is that they can actually now computer generate particular images for for, for marketing. So, oh, wow. so you can be driving and they can place a vehicle on the side of the road that isn't even there. Yeah, wow. So I mean, that's yeah. how I sort of find on it's becoming now the marketing and um, and the money pool, don't you? Know? I go, I've only got two silly stories. I was working in Canada with Marion Ross. Remember Marion Ross from uh, Happy, Happy Days? Yes. Yeah. And uh, we were doing a, um, a Christmas special or some bloody thing. Anyway, they were running out of light. And the limousine they had, this rich limo they had, broke down. And they're all buzzing because they, uh, they had so much light left. So like a typical, I was only a young kid. I ripped a big chunk of tree off and walked up to one guy and said, grab this and crouch down and walk backwards on action. Right? And then I got the cameraman, they started, because they had to do an exterior as well as an interior shot. So then I walked ahead of this guy of the tree. So the director calls, <laughs> director calls action, right? Camera does a slight pan, the tree and me are walking backwards. Right? 
<laughs> now, when you play that back, it looks like the car's moving. They thought I was a genius. It kept me employed for two years after that. Oh, that's cold. So, well, I was going to talk about the, the actual rigging of cars. Like, do they put cars on trailers they and do. they pretend to they drive? There's, or, a, there's a number like, of different you know, things they do. You know, with screens. Because yeah, you always see the scene where the, the chick's driving the car. She's furiously moving the steering wheel. They're going that's straight. Around, with yeah, still, they're around the red light. Sometimes <laughs> I thought, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's got an old Ford steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is loose. <laughs> See, you don't need a cameraman hanging off it now either. You know, so you can be driving and literally on the driver's side, they'll set up a rig, which is uh, is like a, a small platform that's connected to the door and the camera's already set. And how, how many guys are doing their own stunts? They do their own stunts? Oh, no, their own stunts? No, yeah. no, 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 not many. No, no, there's still a, a you know, there's still a precious factor there. Well, I think uh, Cruz is one of the few uh, guys that still does. And, really? And he sort of, every now and again, he hits <laughs> himself pretty bad. Yeah. And sets his hair yeah. on fire and or says, something. I'm sorry that film took, you know, yeah. t- a year and a half to make it. So I broke my arm yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and another another quick LA story. Um, I was playing Santa Claus, one of the odd gigs that I, that I was getting, being an unemployed actor, right? I was bad Santa before it was fashionable. There was an old actor called Patrick McNee, who was in a show called The Avengers. Right. And Patrick's reading was the night before Christmas, and they're doing this whole Santa thing. And they had this Lincoln Continental, and... Did you uh, walk backwards next to No, no, no. <laughs> but this is, this, is, this is just as strange. I thought I was going to get stabbed. I'm walking down the stairs. <laughs> I'm walking down the stairs. Because they had a lot of the Mexicans walking, right? right? <laughs> I'm walking down the stairs dressed as Santa, right? In LA. In LA. It's the script. <laughs> and I'm walking down the stairs. And I go to these, to these illegals. I go, oh, 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 Merry Christmas. Green cards for everybody. And that probably went down like a ton of bricks. They had me sitting on top of the bonnet of the Lincoln Continental. They had me holding a couple of leather straps in one hand. <laughs> they had three little Mexicans in the boot, dancing no. it up and down, right? And a smoke machine, and it looked like Santa was riding the clouds. <laughs> oh my God, that's gold. They're just two silly stories. When you said little Mexicans, were they little or little people or just little? They were small people. People of small. Yeah. Of small stature. Things got crazy when the black Santa said, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. <laughs> So did you spend time in America? Like how long? Oh, three years. Three Hi, years. we'd like to welcome uh, <laughs> Donald Trump to our podcast. He's out. <laughs> like, is it? Do you sleep on people's couches? Is it like you hear stories? Or you're an overnight sensation, but you lived there for five years. Oh, look, you know, how does the acting game it's, work? It's tough because if you can't get a work permit, you're virtually buggered, right? So the thing is that there's when you work. I I was working for a company that was half Australian owned. And Arnott's. Arnott's. No, no, no. Actually, they were in a, they, were, they were housed up. They were housed up in an old studio called Raleigh Studios. And Raleigh Studios was the original Mary Pickford Studios. And Mary Pickford was the, uh, if you know a little bit about your film history, she was the lady they used to. I know Mary Poppins. They used to tr- tie to the train tracks in the old black and white. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was her. That was one of the things she did. You know, and what do you do? Tie me to the train tracks. Um, so you pick up, and I, I was, I hadn't worked for six months, uh, I had two small extra jobs, and I lost one job because I got there late, because my car had broken down on the freeway, and if your car breaks down, backwards with the tree, I it would have been much better, but <laughs> um, over there, if you break down on the freeway, you get fined. So you got there late, and Christopher Reeve now was someone, someone else got the gig, yeah. you know, and, um, but no, I, so I was fortunate enough to work for this company, and they flew, flew me in and out uh, on a couple of gigs, and the strange thing is, isn't it, 30 odd years later, 
Um, there's coming to a few jobs with people like um, Helen Reddy. Now, right now, they're actually... Just, so I knew her quite well for a while. Mm. They're actually doing a film now. They've just completed a film on her life called I'm Woman. And by some sense of humour of the cosmos, I ended up getting a small gig on it. Okay. Going a New York club on it. Really? You know, but it was really bizarre Is how... Is that filmed here over there? No, it was filmed here. Uh, Goalpost Pictures is um, the, the producers. They did thing. I think they did the Sapphires. And you worked with her 30 years ago. I worked with her 30s. I knew quite well. They're doing they're a lot of films in Australia now, aren't they? Yeah, they Why are. Is that? I'm not, but they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe after this you'll be fine. But why, why are they doing a lot here now in Australia? Is it just cheaper or is just... That's part of it. And I also think that our standard um, and our nature comes into play. A lot. Yeah. Aussies are pretty good on set, mate. They'll, they they work, work hard. They're good people, good work ethic. You know, everyone's pretty cruisy. They spot a wanker at you know, yeah, we're not uh, 200 kilometres. Yeah. You know, it's... And you, get, you still get them. You see, but Have the, you worked with... Wankers? I've worked with some big ones, but yeah. I'm not going to name any. Not gonna, not. No, because they're all the way waiting outside. I'll just introduce <laughs> them one by one. Yeah, I've worked with a couple of knobs. Yeah. yeah. But what do you do? Is it just a job? I mean, you're there, you do your bit and you leave. How do you, how do, you do it with... As an older person now, I sort of analyse a little bit differently. I think that sort of stuff comes from insecurity. From them? Yeah. You know? Me, all I can do is be responsible for my actions okay. and how I treat people and... And, um, you know, I try to have fun. I'm no better than anybody. Nobody's better than me. And that's always been my philosophy, I suppose. Have you had any sex scenes? I had... I oh, actually, I did have one. Yeah. And what about in the movies? Have you had one in the movies? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, now I'm going to make it. It was with a tree. He was walking back with you. I was off, one of the first jobs I was offered in LA, you know, like this. I was offered a job. And everyone goes, what's that? I was offered a job as a stunt cock. I was offered a job as a stunt cop. No, it was a nature documentary. Nature documentary. So I think it's said stunt cop. No, not a stunt. That's not possible. So we're talking about movie cars. Okay, this has happened again this week. We're talking about movie cars. I thought stunt. We're talking about stunt drivers. Maybe stunt cock. 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 C O C K. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. Anyway, and it was yeah. So what it is is it's the it's the close up. If the temperamental star in a porno um, arrives too soon, right? Then yeah. they bring in the stunt cock um, for the close ups, which is what you came late in that other gig. <laughs> you know, be, being a being a, 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 a <laughs> being a Catholic boy. I thought, my God, imagine doing that sort of stuff and getting a reputation for that. So obviously I declined the offer. But, oh, uh, really? Yeah, I did decline the offer. But, you know, maybe um, I'd, I wouldn't be sitting here now because it would be really hard to if I had. <laughs> so, oh. All I heard was God coming hard. I saw it. I heard cop. I was in the <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's not. It's not a. It's not a. Bo- well, it's I'm a bit gaudy. I'm still on the policeman. A, okay, <laughs> I still don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. It's a bit gaudy, but okay. Yeah. It was a prison scene. Oh god. Oh, oh really? Back, back, back to the cars. So what is your car history? Disney made a few cars. What kind of cars have you got? My very first car was an American Rambler. What's a Rambler? A three thirty Ghostbusters car? A three thirty, I think, a three thirty series oh, Rambler. It had a one nine. What was the size? Of cube? It was a one nine one or a one nine six. It was a one nine six motor. Because my neighbour's the size of their motor. I've got no idea. My next door neighbour 
was was big on roundness. And this thing looked like an early model Merc. It was oh. very round in the light. You put Mercedes badges on it. They just from a Mercedes <laughs> movie, <laughs> movie car. Uh, but I love that. It was my very first car. And um, what's the best car you've ever owned? Oh my, my ZD. ZD. I, I, I always wanted ZD. one. I, I brought, three years ago. I, look, I know my wife's not going to hear this, so um, you know, I sort of. Um, um, I know that was a different story. That was about the greyhound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, do the parking cop. I mean, the stunt cop. No, no, no. Oh, you know. Oh, no. That, well, yeah, my wife's not. My wife's not silly. Um, going back about four years ago, um, I, I brought a share in her greyhound. I didn't know how I was going to tell her. So, so I went home and I was. I probably had a couple of beers under my belt. I said, "Sweetheart, I've I've gone in for a raffle," and she's looking at me like, "What?" I said, yeah, I've gone to a raffle, and if I win the raffle, I get a quarter share of a dog, right? And she knew I was full of it. You know, four days later, miraculously, I owned a quarter of a dog. Now, the strange thing about the dog was it never got to run. Its balls didn't drop. Really? Yeah. The balls have to drop for the greyhound to run? Well, the male ones, yeah, because it's... But you have to put a rabbit in front of it? Oh, that's right. No, but but physically, because its balls didn't drop, it sort of... um, Couldn't run. It couldn't run. So now it's your pet dog. So they used to call them no-nuts at the stables, but no, and that was my foray into uh, greyhound ownership. (laughs) Just before the parking cop? Yeah. Anyway. The ZD, the ZD. I brought the ZD because John and I were working on this pilot um, about a cop. A small town cop down the south coast. Not a cock. A cop. A cop. No, no a bona fide, uh, uh, yeah, a detective. And I was going to hire the thing, but for what it was going to cost me to hire, and I was at that sort of um, time in my life where I thought, bloody hell, I deserve, I work hard, I deserve a, a toy. And I thought, bugger it. So I cut a deal with the guy. I said, I'll hire it, uh, but if I buy it this period, that money comes off the, um, the purchase price, and, and, uh, and, um, and that happened. And then, of course, I had to build um, a... Uh, uh, a carport and enclosed carport for it was long enough which and cemented and everything and my wife reckons that that place thing in, that I built cost more than the car which is probably right but it's all it's about clean. yeah it's a clean you car. paid it with the winnings from the greyhound it was okay exactly right <laughs> and, it, and it is it does it is formulate part of our, um, our uh, superannuation super retirement <laughs> no, actually, that's the best thing that's all I got that's all I got actually <laughs> you pay for it with the savings of the greyhound not actually getting to run yeah that's true <laughs> trainers <laughs> cost yeah. Well, yeah, I've had EHs, I've had um, uh, HG Premiers, yeah. uh, XYs, XWs. Um, uh, actually, I'm, I'm probably, uh, if I go back before the um, before the Rambler, I and I was a punk of a 14, 15-year-old kid, I had an old VC Valiant, unregistered, that I used to park around the corner from home, and every Friday uh, night, me and a couple of mates would get a jerry can, fill it up with petrol, now they made bring a battery. We used to cut That's out. That's what held us. That's what held us. Yeah. Keeps his car busy. No battery. We no. used to cut out. We used to B and H packet of cigarettes. We used to cut the, the the side of it and stick it up on the on the quarter on the angle uh, uh, window to make it look like a rego sticker. And we used to hoon around Saturday oh, and Sunday on that. Awesome. There's a problem yeah. with that. Cars don't have regular labels anymore, so no, you're busted. Yeah, busted. busted. And yeah. that was the very first car, but it was an illegal one. Yeah. And we had that. We had fun for, on that thing for about six to twelve months, and then one day we went there and we just presumed that cancelled and towed it away. But that bloody thing, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I had a, a quite an affinity. My dad always had valiance. I, um, you know, from the so AP someone files. stole it or the council towed it away. Oh, who, who would know? You know, but um, yeah. they were lovely old car, the valiance, the valiance. Uh, a lot of Europeans had the Valiants, uh, the VCs, the VEs, the, um, uh, I forget what the long model was, but we had some friends 
there were quite a large family. We used to laugh because there was like about ten of them. But they used to pile into, into the valley. Everyone loved them. But the valiants were the very. They loved the valiants from Adelaide. Valiants were even more popular in Australia. Big time. Then the red. Exactly. Is that the ages of the Yeah, actually, they were building them. No, no, the factory was there. And South Australians. Yeah, before they turned into a bit spishy. But I remember. Oh no! Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, no. But when we were young, yeah. Cousin tell us about that later. Cousin, cousin of mine bought a Valiant with a bench set at the front, and I said to him, "Why did you buy this?" And he's just driving along, and then he flicked it left. And along across the bottom, I just slid right across <laughs> into it. Uh, and he puts his, my, his arm around me and goes, because the girls love it. <laughs> <laughs> but the AP5s, from memory, the AP5s had a push button automatic with a little yep. slider for park. That, yeah, that, yes, that's, that's the right. car my dad had. He had a push button automatic. Yep, on, on the yeah. dash next to I the dial. I was, was too young. Oh, I tell you, they were lovely cars. They were ahead of their time. They were, the they were. The slant sixes or the chargers were, were the same motors, weren't they? Yeah, no, the quickest um, six hundred two six five heavy retrievals. Yeah, yeah, they were beautiful. And cars. if they had one Bathurst, I've no idea what anyone was talking about. They'd be a classic. Car. Well, they probably would have, but they were crippled by a three speed gearbox. It was a three speed manual. Was it a push button? That's right. <laughs> go back to episode two. Yeah, we'll now, go, yeah. Uh, <laughs> talked about the charges. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, you grew up in Adelaide, Frank. Yep. Were you yeah, I was born been, there. I yeah, uh, I was born there. I left there in '81 from memory, and um, I've lived away now longer than I've ever lived there. Yeah. But my family are all still there, and I go back a couple of times a year. It's a special place, Adelaide. And it's you. You're always a bit dubious when says it's a special place, isn't it? Yeah. In, what do you mean, hello? That's because you know what I'm saying. Because you're. Your twin. It's, it's not Tasmania, buddy. Is that what you're alluding to? It's not head, buddy. No, no, no. It's about ten years ahead. Wait, what's wrong with Tassie? It's ten. Look, I haven't said anything. Why? What are you, a freaking Queenslander? Oh God, it's true. South Australia's shit from last week. South Australia's probably ten years ahead of Tasmania. You're the only Tasmania. So basically, Tasmania just came out of federation, mate. We just lost our single. That was a Frank's mum. No, <laughs> I went to, I remember going to, I went to uh, Adelaide back in uh, probably the early 2000s. So we're there, 2001, the 2002. early 1800s. I was going to go, this story going? No, well, what happened was I wanted to go to the F1 in Melbourne. But the thing was, it was a late, Bloody you know, it, was a, it was a late thing, right? And... I can't the believe they the, stole the Mel- the Grand Prix. Now, oh, so, so what I did, what I did, it's a whole episode. It's another episode. Yeah, it is. There was some friends down there, and I needed to get down there. Right, there was no flights. Flights. You, no, it's not like now where it was easy to so go on. Walk back with no, the tree. I got a flight to Adelaide. <laughs> Right, I got a flight to Adelaide and then drive to Melbourne because there was some other friends that were going to drive from Adelaide, Adelaide to Melbourne. Yep. Right. So are you crazy? No, I needed to get to Melbourne. Drive to Tasmania. So <laughs> he needed to get to Melbourne. So I've never been to this place, right? So I'm on the plane, I'm nice and relaxed. To Adelaide, you're going the wrong direction. Yeah, but we're going. Some friends were going to drive to Adelaide, Adelaide to Melbourne. Anyway, as the pl- the plane's coming into land, I'm looking out the window, and um, you see the opera house. And, uh, <laughs> and the people are getting uh, are leaving off the planes on time. I, 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 I love that about it. I just see these these. It looks like a shed, and I'm thinking it's like it's like Bankstown Airport with just hangers around. And we land, and the flight attendant started walking down there. You know, and I go, excuse me. I go, are we in Adelaide? <laughs> she goes, 
Yes, that's what the captain just said. Welcome to Adelaide. I go, is this a real airport? <laughs> well, Frank would know back then the airport was still very old. It was, oh, it was very basic. It was very basic. I've got an Adelaide story from last year. Oh, I did get I Sorry, went to the airport. Why didn't you catch the train to Melbourne? Why the frick did you go to Adelaide to go to Melbourne? Oh, it's great. Oh, if you fly and then drive. Trains, all stations. The train The train oh, was like... It's all stations. It's all stations. I didn't have a car I didn't have a car at, the, at that time was this before was this before <laughs> but I needed I, there was there, there was a group go- <laughs> listen I got to the F1 yeah I've got two Adelaide stories. I like adventures. Me and Pete going adventures. I like your Melbourne story last week. I'm still shocked by it. No, the Melbourne story, there was, I got free, uh, I used to work in travel 20 odd years ago. Free Wi-Fi. We had free tickets with Anset. And it was the first state of origin in Melbourne. And the flights were chock-a-block. There was no way I'd get on this. So I told the lady, why don't we fly via Adelaide? Because no one was coming from Adelaide to Melbourne for the state of origin, and she offloaded hundreds of people: Sydney, Adelaide, Adelaide, Melbourne. So the, yeah, so that, you said people that way as well. Yeah, for the state of yeah. origin. And my other Adelaide stories: last year we were there in the middle of the CBD, tried doing this in Sydney. I did a U-turn in the middle of Adelaide, a three-point turn, and the guys were patiently waiting and waving me through. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, in the middle of lunch hour. Everyone's but you've got to remember too that they've had legal marijuana there for many years. Oh. So everyone's chilled out. It's very chill city. Yeah, it used to be three plants, now it's one. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty Well, maybe it's none now. And parking's cheap too. <laughs> what I find bizarre is I leave Adelaide and I play serial killers. I can't work it out. You can't play a serial killer at home, but you can certainly do it in a state. You played a serial killer once. Yes, you did. Yes. Ivan Malat. He was Ivan Malat. Twice. 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 Twice, yeah. Once for 60 Minutes and once for a show called Crimes That Shook the World. Oh. I'm watching that. What's that one? What's the what's the show? What's the what's the show they did? What's the Creek one called? Wolf oh, Creek. Wolf Creek. 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 Yeah. The series, though. I reckon you would have made a great... Um, Wolf Creek guy. Wolf Creek yeah, guy. Yeah, Wolf Creek guy. Or the British tourist. Yeah, but... Yeah, so the British tourist didn't yeah. last very long. It was oh, half an episode. No, no, you don't want No, no, no. Frank would have made a great... like Whatever the guy's name is. Man, it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, no, John Gerard is pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I've just come off a film uh, by a young filmmaker called Luke Agius, who's doing a film, who just finished a film called The Ferryman, and I play a serial killer. Really? Yeah. yeah. I reckon you'd be a great Irish backpacker. Oh, an Irish? <laughs> God, I've got some terrible Irish jokes, but I can't tell you. Yes, hey, you can. Let's get back on track with the cars. You heard yes. about the, uh, the mobster that goes to his optometrist. He's yeah. Chinese optometrist. <laughs> Yes. And he says, uh, he says, so uh, you got my results? And the Chinese doctor says, uh, yes, yes, you've got uh, cataracts. And the uh, the mobster says, cataracts? Hell no, I drive a Lincoln Continental. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> how, how, about, how about we try and get it? Did, did someone get that joke? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking it up. <laughs> you are as in a Cadillac. I'm going to explain a pretty joke. We've got to amalgamate cars, um, serial killers, mm-hmm. and real estate agents. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> you, we, we should have a we should do a pilot episode of a serial killer. Yeah, targeting real estate agents driving fancy cars. Oh, I'm there. Okay. 
Uh, can I be an auctioneer occasionally as well? No, you just got to be the serial killer. Uh, can I give you a list of agents that we can um, round up? Serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've probably know half of them already. You probably do. So, yeah. Pete, fa- top three favourite movie cars? Top three favourite. I used to love Dukes of Hazzard when I was a kid. Okay, that's one. Dukes yeah. of Hazzard was brilliant. Um, Knight Rider, but the plots were a bit, you know, yeah. I didn't like Knight Rider. I used to like the 18, the van. Yeah. That was a good one. And Magnum, nothing but the Ferrari. That's four, but that's okay. I said three. No, no, I said <laughs> I did it. I said, no, he, no, he liked no, Nike. No, he excused himself. Yes. Uh, get Smart. Get Smart. Oh, what yes. did he drive? Even yeah, MG, didn't he? Okay. Yeah, get Smart. Cool okay. Convertible. Build the Hillbillies. I don't even know what that freaking... <laughs> 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 oh, those those guys that found oil. Is yeah. 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 Well, thanks. No, no, no. Was, no. I don't know. I, the Brady third bunch. one. Come back to me. I don't know the third one. The third one. Uh, on that, though, the, the guy that did all those cars, uh, George Barris, that built yeah. all those cars, he built uh, Batmobile. He built uh, the Monsters the car. Monsters car. Yeah. He did all the cars the for... Cars. What was the movie with the hot rods? Um, Fast and Furious. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> please. Please. Don't talk about my favourite films. Now, what was the film with the... Um, yeah. Past? Jesus Christ. The radio announcer. At night. Can't think of it. No. Nightcaller? No, no. I'll Google it. I'll Another Google movie it. car liked was Smokey the Bandit. Oh, the Trans Am. Uh, Actually, Cannonball Run. Don't take that away from it, No. Yeah. How well are you in no. top three? Go. The Dodge Charger from the original Fast and Furious. Okay. The um, the original Interceptor from Mad Max. Yes. American Graffiti. Sorry, Hal. American Graffiti is what I was thinking. But anyway, keep going. And <laughs> sorry, very <laughs> <sorry, laughs> <sorry, laughs> And uh, the Testarossa from Miami Vice. Oh, oh yes, yes, with the one, white with one one mirror, mirror, because one, the second one was an option, was it? Yeah. And the Ferrari the convertible was a Corvette. Was it with a body kit? Yeah, it was a body kit. Was a, the Daytona was a body, body kit. Okay, which yeah. was on, okay. Uh, Tops is driving. Yeah. Tops. I'm going to go with all-time favourite, Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. Love it. Cool Great dude. car. Cool dude. Cool, good guy. Um, first yeah. Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Which was an MG. Yeah. It wasn't really a Ferrari there. It was either. a 250, yeah. what was it? 250 GT California. It was actually GT. an MG, which they rebuilt, which they built. And Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, Jigsaw. Jigsaw has it. Right. Uh, does Lightning McQueen count? Yes, yeah. yeah. Lightning McQueen does. Yeah, that's my third bit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I want to go with Sally. <laughs> from, from, from me, Jigsaw has it until I was 11, the car, and then when I turned 12, Daisy. Daisy. Daisy Duke. Her Jeep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. I mean, the passenger seat. There's been some good movie cars. There's no, been some great movie cars. Another funny story. Can I raise it, Frank? Uh, you can raise it. Because you've got some famous cousins. I have got some famous, famous cars. Oh, yes. Go on. You know which one. I know. And someone's... Some poor kid's got a scarf. Oh, you want to hear that story? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The famous cousins are... And now I, I read an article last week. Um, um, Aurelio and Sarah's daughters are doing really great with, in, uh, with netball, basketball. Uh, Vidmar. Vidmar. The Vidmar brothers are my Vidmar. soccer cousins. Um, oh, they play for the Socceroos. Okay. Don't know. And, 15, and this was actually, this is a story that was uh, around the Socceroos for a while. We were, I, I think they were doing a friendly against England, God knows when, it was in the 90s sometime. And we ended up back at uh, the hotel at Brighton Sands. It's called The Grand now, I think. Yeah. Back then it was called something else. 
And there we are, we're sitting there, and at that time there was still uh, Ned Zellick playing. Um, Who's that, Ned Zeppelin? Bosnich. Bosnich, yeah. That, all, all the, the some of the original ones that uh, yeah. the Badukas. And, and we're sitting there having a bit of a laugh and having drinks, and this, this, this guy comes up with a scarf. And this scarf has got some of the most famous names um, signed all over it. Uh, George Best, Pele. Got some great soccer wow. and he passed the scarf around to the um, to the Socceroos. To this day, that poor bastard's still looking at his scarf, wondering who the freak Frank Violi is. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. The funny thing was, many years later, Tony Vidmar, Aurelio's brother, was playing down at Central Coast, and his very last game when he retired, they had a bit of a soiree after the um, uh, after the game at a Blue Tongue Lizard, a uh, Blue Tongue uh, Stadium. Mm. And the funny thing was, who should be at that um, uh, that soiree but the guy with the scarf? No. Yeah. Did he have the scarf with him? I wanted to buy it. <laughs> yes. I, to, I felt bad. I wanted to buy it. No. Take, you know, take Did he recognise you? <laughs> yeah. So. You're Frank. Oh, my God. You've been on my wall for... But for years, years he said, oh, there's Vinny's cousin that signed the scarf. So <laughs> I, was, I, was, so, I, was, I was infamous. So what was the story you were thinking of? Well, you know. Can't say I'm lying. But I've always, I've always, you know, you've known me long enough too. I, I like taking the, the Mickey. I, I think that um, humour is the thing that sustains us in life, and uh, I don't think I don't take it too uh, anything too serious. And it's always good to laugh. So what the heck? Do something that's out of the ordinary. And, um, that's what it's about. I was preparing to take his clothes off and do a duty run down the street. So. No chance. No chance. Rants this week out of the ordinary. Rants. How did you go with Mitsubishi? Well, oh, how'd you go? Well, uh, after our after our episode last week, after taping, I was going to head home, and I was driving past the dealership. You had and to go past. I saw the sign, and and I did see the sign. No, no, I saw, no, I saw a car out the front. Right? No, no I, I, I didn't get a good look. So I was did it, a U-turn. Was it the dealer principal's car? No, no, it wasn't. It was a different car, which wasn't there the day before. So I did a U-turn, came back, and I walked up the thing, and the uh, person that I'd spoken to three days before came up to me as if I was a stranger to see if he could help me. Well, why would he remember you though? Like, I remember people, I, I, I'm in sales, but I remember someone three days ago. Yeah, Frank's talking, in sales. You'd remember if someone came and spoke to you, gave you their name and number and... 100%, but we're talking about car dealers, yeah, right? Because Mitsubishi is that Mitsubishi? Kind of gangbusters. Yeah, they're gangbusters. Yeah, there was one person there and they, I think they worked there washing the cars. What was, what was the major issue? So... How can't buy a car? Yeah, which one wants to see a new Trident? They haven't got any. And they haven't got any. But they've, they've got, got a big flag out. Big big saying outside. that they haven't. So I walked in. Anyway, this guy here, he made all... Back order. I'm back order, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Not even back order. Still a principal's So now we went from... We've gone from... It'll be here Friday. And I'll give you a call. You saw one out the front. But it wasn't the one I wanted to see. Oh. was just a little bit fussy. No, it was a base spec one. I wanted to see the top spec one. Completely different. Okay. But it's Sunday afternoon now. Where's the car? I thought you said it's going to be here, let alone calling you, which you didn't. Then I it, think you're putting too much faith in these guys. The, I know, but then it turned into, oh, no, 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 it's still in pre-delivery. No, no you told me it was going to be here for Can I ask a quick question? What is pre-delivery? Because pre-delivery is it's waiting to get washed. Can't I just bring it up? We spoke about it last week, $5,000. Yeah. Right. No, oh, that's, that's pre right. Okay, so delivery is when you pay the money so and then they drive it up the ramp. Right. Okay. $5,000. So yeah. now okay. we're... Gotcha. I got it. I'm clear. So basically... I've left my number there a couple of times with a couple of different people. If there's any Mitsubishi dealers three, listening, I know there yeah. are, can you give Hal a call? Please? Yeah, please. Because this so, is not going the whole so year. Three weeks down the track, th- 
Three weeks down the track. You can ring on Frank's number, 555. <laughs> 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 it's any consolation. I just got an SMS from my wife. Her dishwasher is being delivered next week. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> Her Mitsubishi dishwasher. <laughs> no, no, I'm not joking. <laughs> so basically, so we had to wait yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, we had to wait three weeks. So Mitsubishi <laughs> dishwasher, and he got the bottle uh, in my head. I can't get a phone call back. The deal right? principal's driving it. <laughs> And you put the boss out And this is. I want to see it. He wants to see it. I want to drive it. I told you what you should do. I want to touch it and feel it. And that's right. But smell it. But I'll show you what the difference between city dealerships and regional or rural ones is. Adelaide ones. The guy calls you back. I said. I was thinking chickens and haystacks. Yeah, I said rural, not out. I'm with you, Frank. I was going. I was going. How's it going? Three point two. I'd like to cheese. apologise to my country friends. <laughs> Sorry about that. God help me if I ever break down oh. the day again. Oh. Oh. I reckon it's something they put in the, the fuel additives down there because everyone breaks down. Sorry, no, no, no. Basically, yeah, put the yeah, all we need is a special kit. Now, open the deposit down there. All we need is a special kit to start playing a banjo now. So, no phone calls, right? No phone calls from any of the Sydney dealers that I've contacted. I told you, you're expecting too much. A friend of mine who... That's what he normally says to the salesman. A a friend of mine who saw it at the Summonats on the Saturday. His brother works at Kuma. His brother works for the Toyota dealer at Kuma. He knows a guy at Mitsubishi. Monday morning, I had a phone call from this guy. And and, could you show your car? And asked me what I wanted. And you know what he did? He called me back and said to me... The dealer principal is driving the car. There's a car. No? No. No, he actually said to me, there is what you want to see at this dealership in Sydney today. They will have it today. I've confirmed it. He checked what dealer would have what I want to see. And he called me back. Yeah. And off the bat, without negotiating, gave me a fantastic price as well. He said, give me a few days because there's going to be a launch edition special. I'll price that up for you as well. Mate, I will buy Have you seen car. the car? I saw it. I went and saw it. Oh, did it fly the the boat? It flies my boat. Right? Did you get in the back seat and recline? I did. I told no, you yeah, no, it's further yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, back than the other seat. It does go back. Yes. No, it doesn't so, go back, but it's, it leans back more than... It leans back. Yeah. Oh, it's got a lean. It's, 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 it's not like sitting in a bus. Yeah, no. most, most youth seats are probably not 90 degrees, yeah, but 80. This is more like 70. So, but... So if he's, if he's listening, Bell, Ben from Alpine Motor Group um, at, uh, at Kuma, uh, Mitsubishi dealer. Good on you, Ben, because um, we're going to hear about this all fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Ben's real and it's not a, like a... You've no, Ben's real. No, no, Ben's real. No, Ben's real. <laughs> oh, Frank's pranking him. Nice. <laughs> so, so, but Frank's going to buy the same car. But see, yeah. <laughs> I've got the same thing in my driveway right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that is my rant. Good service. Kuma's two and a half hours away. Me and Pete, Pete's going to put, uh, actually, Ross will come as well. Right? Because of the back seat, you can recline. That's right. We're, he might be in the city. Is there room in my camera? Yeah, we'll put some. Pete's going to get his little plastic bag, put a magazine in it, and we're going to go to Kuma and get a car. Yeah, we'll do a documentary. How long did you drive? I took Pete with me to Melbourne once to pick up a car. And Pete's travelling luggage was a Woolworths bag. With magazines in it. With magazines in it. No clothes? No. No. Did you sleep overnight? We didn't go through hay. We didn't go through hay. Sounds alright. Safe. No banjos. No banjos. Sorry. No. That's my rant. Done. 
I'll keep everyone informed once the uh, new uh, new wheels are here. Just put a deposit down, how and get the thing. You said wheels? New wheels? No new wheels. Oh, no, no new wheels. No, 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 that's it. No, no, I, I did, actually, wheels. I am gonna. I did buy a wheel this week. I bought a single wheel. You I bought did. a spare tire for, for the, the multi for the, multi for the road trip. Yeah, so I uh, we we don't think it got stolen. I think it fell out. Was <laughs> <laughs> one of those ones from? So there's like two little bolts underneath the car, and the, and the no spare I wheel. took it to my good guys at Spinning Wheel Tires, and they went. He looked at me and he goes, I think it's falling out. It's <laughs> yeah, so I think the bolts might have been, maybe pre-livery, the car got delivered, they didn't check yeah, the bolts. Check them. So I bought, a, I bought a spare wheel. That was Another five grand. Yeah, another $5,000 pre-livery. But no. Anything with the Range Rover, everything okay? Great car. That's, well, it's been so good, it's been in the dealership all week. That's good. No, it's been good. It's been at least they're housing it. Frank, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, Frank. Frank. laugh. I'm so glad I arrived. <laughs> Was it harder than you thought? On time. Huh? On time. Yeah. <laughs> You're a beauty. <laughs> Timing, huh? What's, what's the... Ask me what the uh, secret is in comedy. What is interesting? Tell me. Tell me. What is the secret Timing. in comedy? Timing, isn't it? No, I was, I was just trying to organise. <laughs> oh, jump. Yes. He's got his bag of tricks. sound effect board. So, Frank, thank you for coming on. That was a uh, great insight in uh, movies and cars. Was it? I don't know if I just spun about 15 minutes of crap for... Yeah, uh, you're more than welcome to come That's what we do with your half an hour of crap every week. Yeah. Ah, yeah. We'll cut it down to 10, you'll sound brilliant. Ah, I love it. You'll yes. sound brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so, for coming. So, Frank. can we... Like, if you get any... Like, if the floodgates open, you start getting job offers for, like, late-night shows and stuff like that. Yep. The Tonight Show with Frank Violi. Yeah. Can we get? Can we be guests? It's not far from um, guests. I want to be a co-host. What do you fucking go with a guest? I'm yes, co-host. I'm sitting next to him. He want to be the band leader. You can be Paul Grimaldi. Yeah. The band leader. The orchestra leader. Oh, yeah. That guy's got a good job. It is a good job. Uh, if you like playing instruments. He just waved his hands around. I'm working on an idea at the moment. If I if it uh, if it gets up and running, who knows? I might be a guest on your pilot? You can be, but you'll have to be... If you um, need any cars, I've got some downstairs. You have to be a financial investor as well. How would I, I'll have to take you into a bit of a time zone. So you might be a car enthusiast from the uh, uh, and experts from the 70s. We can bring in a car every week or two and just make fun of it and laugh and push button values. Or do the promo for it. Yeah. You know, like they used to. Well, there you go. So thank now you. Now we, we just need to find a benefactor now to, uh, to put a stack of money into. Is there anything you want to plug? Your GoFund page. GoFund page. You know, if I was twenty years younger, I'd be all over that. <laughs> that's what I say. That's when when the house is about to Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Email us at alltalk at outlook.com.au. Download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Shout Engine, and I found out we're on Castbox. Castbox. Uh, yeah, Castbox for Android people. Castbox. Rate us, review us. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And bye bye. Some of my favourite people are Androids. <laughs>